I'm Dirty Deeds. And I'm Nature Nate. And we're... Getting Trashed. The podcast that talks about how we're trashing this earth in all the different ways that trashing we do. Trashing our earth, trashing our bodies, trashing each other. It's the environmental podcast that never uses the word environmental. Except for right now. But that's the only time. 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 pilot episode nate who am i who are you why are we here oh man well and maybe you should go first you seem like you're really on it today. all right hi this is nature nate i'm an environmental researcher based in taiwan and i work on ocean issues climate change and especially garbage and waste management he's getting trashed all the time i'm trashed right now I'm Dirty Deets, fully aware that my radio name will not help me with my dating life. <laughs> um, but it's dirty out there, people, and someone's got to go in there unmasked, breathe it in, live to tell the tale. During the day, I work in an energy and electric vehicle company called Gogoro. We're trying to make an impact to the 14 million people who drive two-stroke scooters here in Taiwan. Those are basically lawnmowers. Basically lawnmowers who sit and idle at stoplights. So when I'm riding my bike unmasked, I... Breathe it all in. You're inhaling metal. Oh, delicious. Yeah. Metal is in uh, air pollution. That's a little uh, foreshadowing for us to deconstruct <laughs> the air a little later. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Because I'm sick of Facebook arguments and it's depressing to watch smart people like you listeners share dumb or misguided ideas, but there'll be a lot of sharing. There'll be a lot, there'll of, be sharing. A lot of sharing. Yeah. And I'll arm you with the things that you need to impress your friends at cocktail parties. People will say, wow, what an adroit insight about climate policy. Ding! I'm gonna get them a hot dog. Ooh. Or a turkey dog. Or a vegan Or dog. one of those plasticky or just a vegan piece of dogs plastic. that like kinda, or just plastic in general. <laughs> hey! They can turn this into value. I think we've hooked everybody for the first episode of Getting Drashed. Holy wow, Nate, it is a hot summer. It is the hottest summer that we've ever experienced. Ever? On average. Ever? On average, but yes. What does on average experience mean? <laughs> it's the statistical experience. Uh. But last July was the hottest July globally, on average, average temperatures. So there has been individually hotter days, but in general, each day in July was hotter than all the other days in July since we started keeping track of that sort of thing. Wow. Yeah, when did we start keeping track of that? Late uh, 19th century? A long... A long time ago. Before Nate was born, for sure. Before me, so thus it's slightly less important. <laughs> what happened, though? You, you know, <laughs> I am sweating. I am in an, I'm in an indoor room with air conditioning. We're in a poorly insulated fake Japanese And I'm room. sweating. That's how hot it is outside. And you know, Nate, something happened a few days ago that shut off all the air conditioning. Which is more or less a death sentence in a place like Taiwan. There was a blackout. <laughs> Quite a serious blackout. There was a blackout. Uh, one of the largest power plants in Taiwan, the third largest. It's actually a natural gas plant, but still not very great when it's the third largest in the world. Uh, shut down because of user error. But that happened for a lot of other reasons. It wasn't just user error. I like to think that Homer Simpson was working that day. That he just kind of flipped that switch that said, do not shut off. It was him, for sure. Homer Simpson was there. His boss was also Homer Simpson. And the person who designed the grid and all the infrastructure, also Homer Simpson. Three Homer Simpsons. 
fucked right here in Taipei, Taiwan. Who knew? Taiwan has the highest density of Homer Simpsons. <laughs> and the highest density of There you buildings. go. Are you writing that down for your cocktail? The second okay. one is a true fact. What was the Taiwan second one? Taiwan has the highest density of green buildings. Oh. It also has the highest density of 7-Elevens and banks. Wow, I stopped by one of those on the way here. And I can tell you. A 7-Eleven? There was another 7-Eleven across the street. Yeah. It's a visual requirement. I, I, mean, it, I don't even realize I'm going in at this point. It kind of is just part of my day. I, we were going to share some actual content anyway. <laughs> there was a blackout. Uh, it was caused. It was pretty crazy. It was caused because of a Homer Simpson-esque thing and the power went out for several hours. The economics minister stepped down as a result and the state-owned power company, Thai Power, is being fined. The How black, much? How much are they being fined? It's 270 million NT, NT. which is 8.9 million US dollars for our Yankee friends. And that, that money is being fed back into consumers in reduced electricity bills, which will undoubtedly have the opposite effect. How, how did Taiwan even get to this place? Why does it take a single accident to black out the capital city of a technological democracy. I think it goes back to how the grid was set up. Yeah. It's all coal power plants, right? It's mostly coal and then oil and then natural gas in that order of usage. Uh, nuclear power used to make up, I think 17%. Okay. Now it's, it's. I saw some statistic that said five. I've seen another statistic that said 12. They're planning to wind nuclear power down to zero by 2020. And shutting down nuclear may not be good, may be good, there's a it's lot of debate on that. There's a lot. People have their signs up. Everyone has a stance on nuclear Everyone's energy. Everyone's got a stance on nuclear energy, that's for sure. Excuse me, I'm oh. just burp. Some rice beer. Speaking of natural gas. <laughs> that could be a whole segment. <laughs> I like that. Oh, stay tuned. Um, so, anyway, yeah, uh, sorry, some more facts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Taiwan has a lot of state-owned enterprises, and they wanted to maintain a grid that was stable and cheap, so Taiwan could be a manufacturing powerhouse. As a result, Taiwan has some of the cheapest fuel prices in the world, some of the cheapest electricity prices, and some of the cheapest water prices. So ah. for all those things, because they're cheap, there's no incentive to conserve it. So when you're in a time like summer, it's the hottest July it's ever been. This August was uh, a streak of 10 days that were the hottest in Taiwan's history. And that's going to put a lot of pressure on air conditioning, but also industrial development and manufacturing. Mm. Uh, Taiwan is a huge supplier for Apple products, your computer, whatever you're, however you're listening to this, there's probably a little bit of piece of Taiwan. A little bit of Taiwan. A little bit Just of Taiwan. Right, right in your ears. <laughs> you know, real quick, before you blame air conditioning, um, which no one should because it's a godsend, but <laughs> most of the energy usage in Taiwan is from manufacturing or industrial, about 60%, if you aggregate all the different classifications of industrial. And the service sector uses about 20% of electricity, and residential you know, homes take up 10%. So it's not quite like the US. In the US, you have individuals living in very large homes, using a lot of resources across a bunch of different dimensions. But actually in Taiwan, it's sort of these industrial networks that really do the most damage. I pulled up a little quiz for Nate. <laughs> there is no single solution for climate change, but there is one thing that would be more effective than others. Is it build more wind farms? Eat less meat worldwide? Improve air conditioning and air conditioners? Or switch to mass transit? That's a toughie. That's a good one. Listeners, take a moment to think to yourself what you think the answer is. Uh, 
if I had to guess, I would say, well, first of all, none of these are mutually exclusive. So we should do all of them. Absolutely. But I would go with C. That's right. Put that, put that steak down right now. <laughs> I'm never wrong. What? But in case I am wrong, I'm still right. What, what was your answer? Sorry, C, I spoke C. over you. C, C. Improve air conditioners. Improve air conditioners. Well, Nate, you're right. In fact, curbing 87% of pollutions found in air conditioners by 2050 could eliminate 89.7 gigatons of emissions. I can't even comprehend what a gigaton what? is. I have a theory that people can't actually visualize any number above about 500. I mean, you throw the word giga in there. Anytime someone mentions a ton of CO2, that ton of CO2 is basically worth 100 US dollars. That's what economists have found. So if you do something and you save a ton of CO2, you're generating basically 100 US dollars. How are you generating cash when you save CO2? Economists are really sick and twisted individuals who decided to value how much a human life is worth. That is terrible. And with climate models, we can estimate how many people will die from climate change. That is trash. Therefore, <laughs> thinking about the cool calculus of death, now I'm just seeing cool Benjamin. Just see, people, you know what? Don't even worry about trees. Just think about just money. Just think about money. Money got us into this. Money will get us out of it. Mwah. I think Homer, Sim Homer Simpson has a quote. Alcohol is both the cause and solution to all of life's problems. Just, but just switch that with money. It's the same thing. All right, <laughs> listeners. Have we given you anything to talk about at your cocktail party yet? Cocktail time. Cocktail time. Here, cheers. We're using the finest crystal today at our cocktail party. I was at a cocktail party and someone said, Nate, aren't you mad that Donald Trump is making the U.S. leave the Paris Agreement? Oh uh, yeah, that's a good conversation. And um, are you mad, Nate? I am mad, but I'm symbolically mad because tell me what, Donald tell me Trump what. did that symbolically. We actually cannot leave the Paris Agreement itself uh, until two years have passed. That's so right. We, we, need, we need to wait two years. And that you know, needs to be a legislative action that he needs to do. It's not as simple as signing an executive order. But what could happen in two years with the climate? I mean, we've already gone up 1.7 degrees. Yeah, we can't waste time. No. But fortunately, there's something called the U.S. Climate Alliance, which is championed by states and cities where they can sign on voluntarily to participate in the Paris Agreement. And I think it's important to keep in mind that COP21 was pretty watered down. It wouldn't really even keep us below two degrees Celsius. And in fact, if the US just sort of kept doing what Obama had set up, closing down old coal plants, upgrading newer coal plants to use cleaner burning natural gas, then you would actually meet those goals. Well, and what I think is most important is that there are a lot of corporations that are coming on board and signing on. Uh, Definitely. And I, Those I are the people that are going to make the most impact. Uh, you know, even this week with a lot of people leaving his manufacturing board, right. Trump's manufacturing board, and him just shutting it down in general, basically means that a lot of folks are listening and forming alliances without the need of the federal government. Exactly. So. And in a weird way, you know, he might be the galvanizing force that, that causes people who may not have cared before, like every CEO, to suddenly take climate change into their own hands. So. In that sense, I think it's good. Obviously, this is not an ideal world. No one wakes up and says, man, I hope Donald Trump leaves the Paris Agreement so we can catalyze action from the global elite. But if that's what's happening, then I'll take it. I think we can all agree to agree on the Paris Agreement. So at a cocktail party, <laughs> quickly take a sip of your drink, prepare a smug chortle, and then simply respond, we can't actually leave the Paris Agreement. And even if we do, it doesn't matter. The markets will fix it. 
Don't cop out on cop. Oh, I like that. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for that pickup line at your next cocktail party? <laughs> Thanks, Nature Nate. Ching ching. Oh. <laughs> Nate, I've got a I've got a little surprise for you. Another surprise? <laughs> <laughs> what was the first surprise? The quiz. Oh. Or did we that yeah, was, anyway, that, was, okay. that was unplanned. That wasn't even it, okay. We are in Taipei, Taiwan, but here in this recording studio, we're actually in a Japanese theme. What would you call this? I just call this the Japanese room. The Japanese Some room. Some people think it's for mahjong. Some people think it's for rituals. Some people think it's for tea. Well, it's quite lovely for all of those things. And I think the best reason being is that there is a sunken table in the middle of the room where you can put your little legs in the hole. And you can hide down there when you're scared. Now, I've sat at this table. <laughs> you, you definitely could. Oh, wow. It goes quite deep. We've never cleaned it. Okay. Well, my we legs are in it right now. <laughs> I, if only my feet could talk. What I first did when I entered this room a while back was write haikus. <laughs> I was thinking you and I could read some environmental-themed haikus. And by read some, you mean make them up spontaneously because we're so creative. But we can we can switch off. Okay, okay. That sounds good. So for all of you listeners out there, you know, haikus are five, stanzas seven, of poems that have five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. And it goes a little something like this. It would take five Earths of resources for all to live like the U.S. Sea level rising, 8 to 23 inches by century's end. Before climate change <laughs> is now a thing that is said, the line has been crossed. Why can't we agree on the Paris Agreement? Walking backwards sucks. <laughs> 97% of all researchers know the globe is warming. <laughs> I just want to highlight, it was written out 9T. It's a 9T shirt. I wanted to make sure they got that syllable. 21.5 million people are displaced because of fiery droughts. Hey man, got acid? Uh, that could be that could be a whole segment. Hey man, got acid <laughs> in the ocean when you swim. pH levels dropped. I'm melting like a witch in the Wizard of Oz or any iceberg. been a hot hot podcast i'm sweaty what about you i'm still sweaty and thanks for listening stay tuned we got more for you and we're just gonna keep getting, getting trashed, trashed. <laughs> sea level rising eight to 23 inches <laughs> did you get caught up on the inches <laughs>